Dr. Eric, the fitness physician. I'm continuing on talking about testosterone and cardiovascular disease and atherosclerosis. I'm going to be doing uh, multiple of these because it's, uh, of course, as I talked about, the number one killer of men and women. And I'm going to talk about the importance of op optimizing your hormones, specifically your androgens, testosterone, DHT, estradiol, how these can massively impact your cardiovascular disease risk and mitigate this tremendously. So coronary artery disease and atherosclerosis, this is a whole conversation in and of itself. It's not just that it's cholesterol and it clogs up the arteries. It's a very simplistic view. It actually has more. There's more to it. A lot of it has to do with inflammation and other factors I'm going to get into in future videos. But one of the things that can happen is you can get what uh, neutrophil activation. Everybody's familiar with neutrophils. These are like the little Pac-Man. These are like the initial, one of the initial early phase reactants of the, the white blood cell, a specific type of white blood cell that attacks and kills pathogens like viruses and bacteria, etc. You can find, see that on your uh, CBC, your blood count. And these things can get activated during times of stress during, again, inflammation, invaders from uh, infectious agents like viruses and bacteria, etc. What can happen is these can become activated in the, in, the, in the endothelium, in the vascular system, again, typically by inflammation, by damage, trauma, stress, etc. And what can happen is um, these recruit monocytes into the, the area of the arterial of the artery in the, in, the, in the endothelium. Again, think of it as a tube. All your blood, your oxygen, your white blood cells, your cholesterol, your fatty acids, everything, everything, of course, is flowing through that. And typically what happens, there has to be an injury and there has to be some type of uh, injury damage to the wall to cause that point of contact for the atherosclerosis to start to develop. And oftentimes that's one of the, the initial things is uh, this inflammation. And typically, again, from an injury where it's an area of a, what we call a bifurcation where the blood vessels split, like around the carotid arteries and around the heart where all the vessels are taking these sharp turns. Of course, it could be from uh, other insults too. Again, typically from inflammation, from uh, lipopolysaccharides, from uh, leaky gut or other inflammatory or infectious process floating around in the bloodstream. Um, various things we'll get into in the future, but there's an insult and typically inflammation. And again, you, it's not just about the cholesterol. We know that now. It, it, many people have massively elevated cholesterol and they're fine because they have no inflammation. Uh, no inflammatory markers are normal. Their gut's normal. Everything else is good, so there's no damage, right? So, uh, and also depends on what type of cholesterol. Now, if you have the big, puff, big, puffy LDL floating around, it's fine. But it's the small type, the small LDLs, the small particles that are floating around. Those can be damaging, and we'll talk about that on future videos too. Try not to get up on a tangent, but I want to give a little bit of background. So, anyway, what can happen is with neutrophil activation is these um, it can recruit these monocytes into it, and, and uh, these monocytes then can then become inflamed and they turn into macrophages. Macrophages are kind of like those are the Pac-Man, right? Those do all kinds of uh, cleanup, and they also secrete tons of uh, cytokines, which can be good or bad. What can happen is these can become inflamed, and then they turn in because of the inflammatory process that's brewing in the body. These become what are called foam cells. And what can happen is they can go into the arterial the endothelium because they sense damage right there then typically they'll go in they repair it and then they're out right and then you have a normal endothelium again but what can happen is if there's continued inflammation these macrophages then become inflamed and they transform into foam cells and then they secrete even more inflammatory cytokines and they cause even more damage to the endothelial wall and then it starts to thicken that's when you start to get an atherosclerotic plaque and then from there it can develop and grow so it's because of the inflammation that this happens so it's a it's a vicious cycle what can happen is with androgens uh, these are very vitally important these can actually have been found to control the uh, development and the function of neutrophils, right? So we could stop this in its tracks by optimizing our hormones in a specific way. Obviously, we want to prevent inflammation and all the other things too, but androgen is very important for neutrophil development and function. DHT, for example, the downstream um, metabolite or what testosterone is converted into, uh, has been found to decrease a little adhesion molecule called VCAM, vascular cell adhesion molecule. These are like little molecules that stick out on the cells that attract these macrophages and cause them to adhere, and then they can develop inflammation. 
So by optimizing testosterone, DHT can reduce this, and so can estradiol. That's amazing. So that's a huge reduction of a risk factor right there. That's why you, when you read about all these people, oh, you got to drop your DHT and take these DHT blockers. No, DHT is very good. Obviously, too much, too little of anything. You want balance, right? But you don't want to mitigate that. DHT is one of the reasons you a lot of uh, men and women feel good on testosterone because a lot of the testosterone is converted into DHT. It's a very powerful androgen, causes a lot of the mood effects, the libido, and much, much more. And again, has beneficial effects on the vascular endothelium. Again, the other thing, of course, we talked about is visceral fat. Visceral fat is highly inflammatory. That's what we want to do. We want to get rid of that visceral fat. That's what's causing all this inflammation. What can do? What can reduce your visceral fat, right? Well, obviously, diet, exercise, fasting. But again, a lot of people struggle with this, and they fall off the wagon. By optimizing your hormones, getting uh, thyroid, testosterone, DHEA, estradiol, these are going to reduce your visceral fat, period. And it's going to be it's going to continue. And as I've talked about in previous videos, and I'll talk about in future videos, over time, it can take a little bit of time, up to a year or two, to get this change. But once it happens, it continues, and it's, it doesn't go backwards as long as you uh, stay and you maintain your, your hormone optimization. You're going to get a reduction of fat, and it's going to stay off, right? And it, obviously, you have to eat right and do exercise, do all these things too, but it can reduce this visceral fat, which is going to reduce inflammation. So again, we want to mitigate this process from the beginning. So very cool ways that this can do. So I'm going to get into this in some future videos too. So uh, check out check out those videos too. But I want to give a little background information, dive into this. I know it's a little geeky talking about white blood cells and stuff, but this is why it works. This is the science behind it. And that's kind of, it's very cool how it, how it works. So, and we'll get into the nitty gritty of how to fix this. So anyway, like this post, tag it, share it. Let me know what else you want me to talk about. Everyone remember to live to give and everyone have an awesome day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.